Hello everyone, Robbie here. I'm pleased to announce the release of my next novel, Regrowth. Here's a short description. With the world on the brink of collapse, the last thing John expected was a call from the richest man on earth. Scientist John Matthews is sitting on his couch, locked out of his lab, until he gets a call from Eaton Shaw, the billionaire tech magnate. Shaw is inviting the best and brightest to an underground facility with a simple mission, save the world. John joins the lab, hoping for a breakthrough on his research. He's attempting the impossible, regrowing limbs in humans. But he's not alone in his quest. The lab is filled with cutting-edge science, working to solve all of humanity's problems. Shaw presses harder and harder for results, even in the face of deformity and mutation, and John begins questioning Shaw's motivations. The lab, once a sanctuary, starts to feel like a prison. As John's research spins further and further out of control, the cost is tallied in trauma and blood. Still, Shaw wants more, even as the lab becomes a slaughterhouse. Both John and his research are pushed to the brink. What will be the price for regrowth? Regrowth comes out March 21st on Amazon. You can pre-order it now from the link in the show description. It's great for fans of body horror or Michael Crichton. And I'd love for you to check it out. Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? Uh, Robbie, when you use that voice, I know it's going to be bad. And I've already watched this episode, so I know just how bad. But let's just say the manatees are the best part of this episode. That's not true. Don't lie. Don't lie to the people. There is no best part of this. This part is when it there, ends. There has to be a best. Even, even no matter how bad something is, there is a one part of it that is the least bad. And that, in this case, is the manatees, which are quite bad. No, the ending is the best part, Matt, because that means I don't have to watch it anymore. Hi, guys. We are brought to you by supporters on Patreon. You can support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show. For only $2 a month, gain access to all of our bonus material. For $5 a month, you can hear our episodes early. Right now, we're recording on a Thursday evening. We'll be dropping the uncut later this night. You can be, listening. You can be waking up on a Friday morning and hearing our dulcet tones, hearing Matt occasionally let loose a curse word. And in the hear the wails of our pain after watching this episode, which Robbie usually cuts out. You can get that in any, any of the episodes. Um, th- this week's episode is the bonfire of the manatees. First episode of season 18. 18. Episode GABF 18. No, it's 17, Matt. What am I doing? Season 17. I was about to say, what are you talking about? Oh my about? God. I really wanted to be 18, though. It's not. That's a problem. No. It's season 17. I'm sorry. Uh, this episode GBF eighteen originally aired September eleventh, two thousand and five. It's the it, you know what, Matt? It's only the second worst thing to happen on September eleventh. It's yeah, yeah. It's got that going for it. Written by Dan Greeny, directed by Mark Kirkland. Got a six point eight rating with eleven million viewers. Chopper gag. Does any kid still do this anymore? The answer is no. So no. maybe you should try something else. I mean, it's fine. You know, it's okay. You can still have it. It's not really. It stopped being that a long time ago, though. 
Like, it has not been like, oh, we need to have something that Bart would actually write. It hasn't been that for a long, long time. Fair. Uh, the couch gag. Marge, Lisa, Bart, and Maggie go through a metal detector safely, but Homer sets it off after three attempts in removing all of his clothing but his underwear. Homer's in search with a scanning wand by a security guard. Um, That's, yeah, not that good, I would say. Not mm. that good of a couch gag. It's it's a good idea and concept. It ends up the execution kind of boring. Like, there's no punchline. It's just like, oh, Homer keeps taking his clothes off and then they don't find anything. I'm like, well, can he have a beer in his like with a metal cap in his underwear or something like you have to have you're yeah. smuggling something. That's the joke. You need a joke, guys. It, the same people writing the show are also writing the couch gags. Surprise, surprise. OK, Matt. So guest stars Alec Baldwin as Caleb Thorne. Second appearance of Alex. Second appearance. way to use. Yeah. Uh, a guest star. Alec Baldwin first appeared in uh, what's the name of the episode? That terrible uh episode with kim bass kim basinger why well, can't I remember the name of that what is that? i don't want to know where homer falls through this the, their skylight um yeah everyone is screaming at their it's like a season 10 episode right when you dish upon a star when you dish upon a star now he and he played himself and this time he is playing a different ostensibly a different man even though his name is caleb thorne i call him manatee man that's all. He doesn't have a name. Yeah. I, I Does he even say his name? I think one time, and that is it. Okay. And then you're just like, okay, man, team man, sure. Your name's Caleb. Okay, cool. Uh, so it's also guest stars Joe Mantegna as Fat Tony, who's actually my favorite thing in this episode, is if you want to talk about favorite things, Matt, my favorite thing is actually Fat Tony. That is well, actually my favorite thing. He mentions the pig again. Use two hammers. You're presaging one of my <laughs> clips, Matt. Um... The the episode, this episode here, this is the other thing I'm going to say about this episode before we get into it. It has a full, we mentioned a chalkboard gag. So this is a full intro and large parts of this episode are filler. They are nothing. They don't involve the plot. They don't even, aren't even, like they're very, even tenuously connected to the story. They're just constantly this like scenes where things are happening and you're like, oh, Okay, why are we watching this now? Why is this in this episode about manatees and Homer and Marge? Like, why are we seeing country cousins? Why are we having so many scenes in the car? Like, there's just so much of this episode that is nothing. That is just empty. Uh, Oh, boy. Uh, Homer is watching football. That's how we begin this episode. Homer watching football. And... The Cowboys are playing some, uh, not the Cowboys. The Broncos are playing somebody. Uh, doesn't really matter. None of this matters. I want to. I cannot yeah. emphasize this. I well, I guess I could say that it's not fair for me to say that about this, Matt, because everything in this episode doesn't matter. There's literally nothing in this that is no like important. Like because you could remove any of it. It's not like it changes anything. Um, nothing is essential. They they have a break during the game to explain some reality show rules. Yeah. I, what? and it's a really dumb, it's one of those weird, overly complicated reality shows where they're like, Oh, it's a bear and a millionaire, but the bear is secretly a tiger. And they're, and like, I guess they're like poking fun at some, like you said, like there were some reality shows that had like really ridiculous rules, but again, it's just shoehorned in here. Like there's just all this, there's constantly this where it's just like, Oh, we're going to have a joke related to this in the middle of this football game joke. And you're like, well, why? 
what are we, what's happening? It's not funny. Here, I'm going to emphasize that. I laughed one time in this episode, man. That's fair. One time. Uh, Homer, this is all, Homer's watching football, all to get us to the point where, yeah, he's gambling on football. And he's going to gamble on games because of the prognosticator pig. That I thought it was Professor Pigskin again. Was it Professor Pigskin? I don't know. I thought it was. I, you might, man, I'm not saying you're wrong. I don't remember. I can't remember anything about this episode. It like it literally. I literally texted Matt after we were done. Like I feel. I think my the speech center of my brain is destroyed. Like I feel like it, it is Professor Pigskin. By the way. Okay. All right, Professor Pigskin. Excuse me. I I personally like Prognosticator Pig more. Well, yeah. I think. What was I, the one from Lisa the Greek? Wasn't there a pig in there too? No, that was. Uh, I mean, they might. They probably referenced Pigskin multiple times. I'm imagining Lisa That's the true. Greek. Um, it was like shoe in of the week, lock of the week. In yeah, that's right. Um, so Homer has a pamphlet for Professor Pig, and it's gonna it picks the winners. And Homer's like, "Oh, he's never wrong. I can all he every I've gotten four pamphlets in the mail, and every single time he's predicted the right game, predicted the winner of a certain game." And Lisa explains, like, oh, no, they just mail out a bunch of pamphlets. Predict Some predict the one game team, the other predict the other team. And eventually, a certain segment of the population is going to get pamphlets that only predict the correct team. And those are the people that are going to pay the money for more picks. And you're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. It feels like this is an established gambling scam that the writers knew about and just used it. Which, I mean, in 2005, where there's still people, I guess there's still people who, like, read their mail. That's true. Like what I, there's literally the joke I make with my wife every every day is like, here you throw this away, because that's literally what the mail <laughs> is. It's just like here it's packages oh, yeah. you ordered and trash. Um, but Lisa explains this. Homer doesn't buy it, and he is already making bets, paying Professor Pig for 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 gambling on some games. And guess what, Matt? Guess what happens? Homer for these bad decisions, he he lent he he. he he borrows some money from not from a reputable person, but from Fat Tony and ends up gambling on a game and he loses and he has to pay the piper. Dad, how much money did you bet? Hey, I didn't bet any of our money. I just borrowed some from him. Don't worry. We can hammer out a payment plan. It's not my fault the Raiders lost. It's Professor Pigskins. If he mentions that pig again, use two hammers. But the pig! Ow! Ow! Now, I do have a way we could settle this debt. We would like to use your home to shoot an adult film. Yeah, it's called Lemony Licket, a series of horny events. (gasps) Mine would kill me. Please, there's got to be something else I can do, like mow your lawn every week for two weeks. I can't do it next week. (laughs) All right. You can shoot your gay adult film at my house. I didn't say anything about gay. I thought you guys were the gay mafia. Ow! I just want to point out, that's a pretty good porn name. And two, why the gay mafia? Why? Well, here, I, here's, this is, this includes the, the one thing I laughed at, which is Fat Toady, if he mentions the pig again. Hit him with two hammers. <laughs> that made me laugh. And then Homer immediately That's mentioned the only the real laugh I had. There's one more later on where I think I was in some kind of Stockholm syndrome in this space. <laughs> well, there's a, you can make a there is I've mentioned this before, Matt, in some of our worst episodes, is there are moments where I've mentioned like it feels like my brain has cracked. 
my mind is broken. And then you just start like maniacally laughing. I don't really, I don't give them credit for those types of laughs. That's when you're like your brain, when literally you've gone insane. Like you can't help that laughter. You're not responsible for your own actions at that point. So to establish what has happened, Fat Tony and the mob are blackmailing Homer so that they will use his house to film pornos in. That's right. Okay. I'm going to just say, okay, fine. Uh, I do want to point out that, like, literally, what, two episodes ago where we had, like, the whole town was so, in, like, embarrassed for Flanders that he had two cam girls in his house who were in their pajamas. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, the most incredulous thing. And now Homer is just, this is full-on porn. This is not, yep. this is just porn. You know, this is real porn. We finally, this is, and this is like, okay, finally, like, this is how you do it. This is, I'll give them credit for that. Like, okay, this is actually scandalous. This is something. Like, Marge actually right. should be upset about this. When you have just two girls that are invited into the house and then are in their pajamas, I'm like, okay, okay, or calm down. Um, Homer gets tickets. To, he, he goes, he agrees to Fat Tony's plan. And gets some tickets for Santa's village from Mo, and gives them the Marge and the kids so they'll be out of the house while the porno is filmed. <sighs> it, this could be anywhere, Matt. It could be. They could go anywhere. He could ha- send them to any attraction. Get them mm-hmm. out of the house for a day. And they go to this depressing run down Santa's village where Santa apparently is dead by the time they leave. Uh, the reindeers are dying. Frosty has lost his hat. I don't know. It's just like a run down Santa's village. It's really upsetting. Every here. I'm going to say as this. it should be. Everything in this episode is upsetting. There's not a single but thing. For different reasons. It's like there's a, a, a weird cornucopia. It's like a rainbow of like, of, disturbing of, of of like bothering like i just feel like i'm like upset like it, it makes me feel uneasy um we haven't even got to the manatees yet okay so marge we haven't even got to what homer getting caught marge and kids hate the santa's village because it's terrible uh it's very upsetting we have lenny and carl come into the homer into their house into the simpsons house to discover that there's a porno being shot they recognize the porn stars like Here's are they recognize so like the, I, I didn't think about this until this exact moment, Matt. Literally, I'd not thought about this. Okay. Now that I mentioned, like, why are there porn stars that are recognizable in Springfield? I, uh... They're not in LA. They're not in Vegas. They're not in like big they're not Miami. Like, those are the porn cities. Why like are there like regional Springfield porn actresses? That or Fat Tony has just got his own little uh, niche that he wants. Uh, he's basically, he, oh, I make this specific variety of porn that uh, no one seems, else can th- make. This seems reason. like the broadest of like parody porn to me. This is not yeah. niche to me. I don't, whatever. Lenny and Carl recognize them and then want to work on the film? Well, who wouldn't want to work on a porn, Robbie? I don't. Oh, well. I'm not saying you're not Lenny and Carl. Okay. I just like, I don't like, it doesn't seem like a standard, like, Oh yeah, I'm a normal dude. I'm a, I want to be there for the porno. Like I am fine with porn being made. I do not want to be present. I, 
Please, uh, I doubt I, it's a sexy while being made. No, also, I, from all the stories I've heard, it's sometimes um, Lenny and Carl have wives. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes Most they don't. Sometimes they're just, they're in a in an unofficial relationship with each other. Sometimes one of them is married and the other isn't, and pines for the other. Like they just they don't care. Uh, apparently, Lenny is going to be work behind the scenes, and Carl's just going to be a porn star. Carl's just like immediately in a robe, like I am a porn star now, and I'm like in Marge's robe. In Marge's robe. I'm like, okay. And this is not even close to the most ridiculous thing that happens in this episode. It is that oh, not even on close. its face value is a completely absurd. This normal dude is like, I'm going to be a porn star for now. I'm like, oh, and like, really? We're going to do that? Okay. Okay. So, eventually, the family is coming back. They hated Santa's village. Santa died, apparently. And here's the, I'm going to, I'm going to point this out, you know, I'm going to point out all the many new lunatic, absolutely lunacy, all the absolute lunacy in this episode. But we see, we early in the Santa's village, we see Bart like talk to the Santa and Santa's like reclining on a, like a launch, like a lounge chair, a lawn chair. And he's Mm -hmm. reading. I'm sure he hasn't seen a kid in days. Well, he's reading and Bart goes, shouldn't you be like jolly or doing something? And like Bart's and, and and like what are you reading? And Santa's like I'm reading Psyops by Tom Clancy or something like that. Op Center. Op Center. Ex- God. Excuse me. But and then and Bart's like, shouldn't you be jolly? And he's like, I've got some bad medical news. And then later on in this like, same in this like within three minutes, Santa is dead. So you're telling me Santa spent the, his last moments on Earth reading some Tom Clancy? Uh, that's what happens, Robbie. When you get that old, is, you just don't know when the time's gonna come. That is terrible. Like he could be like looking at nature or like talking to his a loved one. He's reading Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy's fine, but really, okay. I'm sorry. I'm gonna do this. Forewarning. I'm gonna be doing this a hundred times. This episode. We're not again. Not even close to the most absurd thing in this episode. Marge. Hey, Matt. 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 Marge mm-hmm. comes back to her house and is rightfully upset. Are you guys almost done? Listen, uh, I got a tattoo of Foghorn Leghorn on my right thigh. Are we going to get into any trademark or copyright issues here? Because we can put a Band-Aid on it and say my character just got stabbed. Relax, three guys will put their hands on it, okay? Now, everybody is very much in love, and action! Homer, is this a snuggle film? Uh, you're in the wrong house, lady. How could you allow this in the room where we do puzzles? Uh, uh, Honey, please, just listen to what I have to say. All right. I owe the mafia money. Where are you going? Away from you. When will you be back? I don't know. Who's going to watch the kids? You are. Me? But I'm the father. Boy, Homer, I've never seen Mom this mad. Honey, come back! You didn't say bye to the kids! Bye, Bart! I love you, Lisa! Sleep tight, Maggie! Today's the last day you can eat the yogurt in the fridge! Well, we'd better go eat that yogurt. Yes, it's very important for Marge to wreck the other car as she's leaving. I I get it, Marge is upset. I feel like she that I just that is the bridge too far for me where she's wrecking the other both the cars honestly. Marge is generally not a self-destructive person, and that is a very self-destructive act. Uh, smashes both cars on the way out. Um, 
We got a commercial eight minutes and four seconds into this episode. Matt has a immersively yeah. short second act. Thank God for me. Whew. So uh, Marge is gone. Uh, we get a, a long sequence of Homer uh, playing phone games with Mo, uh, alternately calling Mo, having Mo call him, getting mad at Mo for being on the phone when Marge could be trying to call. This is what two thousand something. Everyone has a cell phone. Come on, that's can we just two thousand five. Anyway. 2005 everyone had a cell phone by then it wasn't a smartphone but everyone had some kind of cell phone okay so uh marge has stopped at a rest area uh somewhere along the beach which as we know springfield is near many many beaches um and she has fallen asleep because she was just sad and she had to vent all her rage and now she's feeling better enough to the point that uh she gets up and she decides she's gonna call homer and she's gonna go home and she has worked out all of her issues so, uh, so she calls Homer. <laughs> she calls Homer, and and things get weird from there. Uh, oh, Marge! What a pleasant surprise! I'm at a rest stop south of Springfield. I know you're sorry now. Then you'll buy me some Quick and Mart flowers, maybe a box of candy, where half the pieces mysteriously have testing bites, and a week later you'll be back to your old thoughtless self. No, no, it's not going to be like that, I swear. You, lemon cream, you're going in the March pile. I mean, I love you so much. Yeah, I love you too. Hold on, I'll be off in a minute. Listen, Buster, I had to buy a club soda I didn't want to get changed for this phone. Ah, an Oakley Boakley! Be still. Don't give it the phone. Settle down, sugar plum. Look what daddy's got in his pocket. Yummy, yummy kelp. Good girl, yes, yes. This animal means you no harm. She's a sweet old Florida manatee, also known as a sea cow or dugong. Hello, Marge. Where do we keep the socks that don't smell like feet? I'll call you back. I'm Dr. Caleb Thorne, and I would do anything to protect a manatee, except harm another manatee. What if by harming a manatee, you could save two manatees? But before you answer, consider this. The manatee you'd have to harm is pregnant. Those are the questions that keep me up at night. I see a manatee that needs a hug. Yeah, she came through here. I believe. Sorry, my bad. Forgot to put him in the right order. So, yes, Homer is his normal callous self. Uh, Marge very eloquently puts what is how these Marge Homer disagreement episodes work entirely uh, in her little speech there. So we get a little, I guess, meta humor that, oh, yes, this is what always happens. Matt. Mm hmm. I have to stop you right now. I have to. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Question one Who do I like in this episode? Who is the protagonist? Who is my, who am I, who am I going? This is the person, right? This You're is the person in the wrong. Root for Marge and Homer to be together, Robbie, because obviously that's the way things are supposed to be. What if I don't like either of them and I'm happy they stay apart forever? Uh, then that results in those future episodes that you hate. 
I mean, that is the the answer, though. Like, where it's like, oh, this is how they write this couple. Like, of course they're going to end up divorced. Because they don't, like, they can't write them so that they understand each other. Like, yeah, like, and everything Homer does in this is incredibly, is a bridge too far. All of it is just, it, it like, it, it, I'm going to, if I take this episode at face value, which I really can't, it is just so stupid, so absurd, I can't really for any moment, but I'm sure they, I think they want me to. They want me to buy into this the, the the trouble with the relationship, and they want me to feel like I want Marge and Homer to get back together. I never for they write Homer like, oh no, Homer's a terrible man. He makes bad bets with the mafia after his daughter explicitly warns him not to. He has a porno filmed in the house, and then Marge shows up, is rightfully upset, and then Marge just like literally what you said, like she just is like breaks the fourth wall functionally. Where she's like, yeah, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to go back and be stupid. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you are, Marge, because you're written poorly and this episode is written poorly. Ideally, you wouldn't have to make bad decisions to get back with your husband. He would redeem himself and show that he meant well. But there's no, you can't, there's no redeeming any of this. He didn't mean well at all. Not at one moment did Homer mean well. Yes, he knew he was going to get in trouble and that's all he cared about. Okay, so that's number one, Matt. And that, like, okay, and that's a problem. Every, like, every Homer Marge interaction in this is a problem in this episode. Number two, what the hell is, what the hell, man? What the hell? What the hell is with these manatees? What the hell? What the hell? So, okay, okay. For those of you who have never been to Florida to realize, manatees don't ever leave the water. <laughs> Matt and I lived, I, Matt and I, Matt still lives in Florida, and I grew up and lived in Florida for a long time. What the hell? What is this? Why? (laughs) What the hell? Why? Wait, they're not walruses. There's so many other animals this could be. Why manatee? Oh, they're Florida manatees. Because Homer looks like a manatee? Like, there's nothing. These are not manatees. What are you doing? Why? Why? Like, I'm so, I'm so committed. They have to be manatees. Well, then you have to write them like they're manatees. This is not a manatee. They're not walruses. They don't grow up on the... They don't climb up on the beach. And literally, I've never seen manatees in the ocean. I've only seen... I know they can live in the ocean, but I've only seen manatees in freshwater swamps and rivers. Ever in Florida. And manatees live in southern climates. That's all they... That's ever... They can, they cannot take the cold. Manatees hate the cold. I cannot. The, despite, despite all the blubber, they hate the cold. They hate the cold. Manatees are and manatees are not upsetting to look at. They are they're big and slow and and peaceful. And sweet. Yeah, they're very they're very calm and sweet animals. That's why they get they're in so much danger. It's because they just kind of swim around and they don't they're not afraid. They're not entirely they're not terribly smart animals. But that's why we have to. It's hard to protect them, is because they just are like, oh, I'm just going to be big in this water and get hit by a boat a lot, um, and no one watches out for me. But they don't. They're not scary. Like they paint Marge is like, oh no, monsters. I'm like, no. If you saw a manatee in the water, I'd be like, oh, that's. It's like a like is a, they called them sea cows for a reason. Like I've never seen a cow and gone, oh, I'm scared. I've never seen. A, I've seen manatees in the wild, literally never frightened of them they're the most unintimidating animal in the world they might have they're they, not like they never get out of the water they can't they can't even live out of the water 
Yeah, and there are so many scenes with them walking around on dry land like this is a Treehouse of Horror episode. It is the most stupid, stupidest thing in the world. <sighs> Maybe if you don't know anything about mayonnaise, you don't care so much. I just, every moment, I'm like, that's not a manatee. What is going on? Why is the manatee attacking Marge? It's the stupidest thing. <sighs> No, it is the dumbest thing in this episode. Although close is the the manatee researcher who is all about manatees, and yet as we will see, soon eats one. <laughs> so, God, now that we've gotten Matt, over our problem, God with Almighty, what the hell? Uh huh. I've had a hard day. This episode did not improve it. No, no, it it will not. This episode will only cause your brain to melt out your ears. So, uh, Marge has met this guy, uh, the Chuck. Carl Caleb what was it Caleb, Caleb doctor Thorne. he's a doctor uh, Matt doctor yeah. Caleb Thorne he's, I'm sure he's some kind of uh marine biologist uh who are wonderful people in real life and this guy seems like a pretty nice guy and honestly to be fair he is probably the best part of this episode because at no point does he try to come on to Marge he knows that she's married all he tries to do is give her good advice and save manatees he is without a doubt the only good part of this episode and that's really saying something uh also i want more exposure for manatees manatees are wonderful creatures that we need to protect and they get beat up a lot and uh, people who do that should be ashamed of themselves and it's awful and yes so caleb thorne and his manatees best part of this episode moving on uh marge is enthralled by caleb and decides to spill her guts about her entire marriage about him uh, about homer to to him and he uh, attempts to uh, give her some advice. Immediately, home- Matt. Immediately. The next scene. The next scene after she meets him. She she is attacked by a manatee in a telephone booth. Meets this man where he says, oh, I love manatees. I want to save them. The next we like, no exaggeration, cut directly to them in a diner where Marge is spilling her guts about the mar- marriage. She met this man five minutes ago. Are you serious? Well, of course. No, of course. Yeah. No. Well, Robbie, they need they need this to move on. So Marge has to be able to confide in somebody. And we have to get to the 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 heart of why Marge was so upset at Homer. There it's is not no, because of all the terrible things he did. Obviously, there is no heart in this. There is nothing. They keep telling me this, and like it, I. I I texted this. I here I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna spill some behind the scenes beans. I don't think Andrew would care. Here I'm gonna give Andrew a free plug, and then I I'll excuse him me revealing our discussion. Andrewblog.net, the Andrewblog.net. That's where our frequent guest of the show, Andrew Bloom, writes his very good television reviews. You should go read them all. Uh, you follow him on Twitter at the Andrewblog. There. He was a little upset that we ranked uh, guest, the Holy Guest Star below Frying Game, his personal least favorite episode of all time. Ooh. <laughs> he was very upset about that, and we had a little dis- uh, ar- uh, a civil argument about where we rank things. But this is how I described in that conversation I, 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 how I felt watching season, these Algene years, these years of The Simpsons versus Mike Scully's years, where... As we were going through the Mike Scully years, Matt, I was very mean to Mike Scully. Those episodes were very bad. I'm not going to try and mince words about it. But I've softened in them on them after watching these Algene years, these Algene teenage <laughs> years. Because 
every all these episodes feel like Algene uh peeing peeing on my neck and telling me it's raining. That's what these episodes uh-huh. feel like. Mike Scully episodes, they are insane and absurd and cartoonish and they don't make any sense. But I feel like they don't even try, really. They 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 have less of a veneer of less of a, of a veneer of like Oh, it's just like it's about the relationship. It's about heart, and there's like it feels like there's less of that. It's just like oh, this is insane. It's insane, dumb. And that's all it is. You get twenty minutes of it, and you probably you know if you're me, you're gonna hate it. But it's not. It doesn't have anything else on the surface. It's not trying to hide what it is. It feels like all these algae episodes. A lot of them are like trying to hide it, and they're like trying to like. <laughs> it's it's just. This episode has like, oh yeah, Homer and Marge relationship. Like, no, you just, it's, it's just stupid manatee crap and scenes that don't make any sense and aren't funny. And it's just, it after so long, you're just like, this is nonsense, Algene. You're supposed to be the sensible person, the sensible showrunner, the boring showrunner, even. You know, that's what everyone complains about. They're boring. These episodes aren't boring. They're just nonsense. And they try and like, oh, no, we love a Homer and Marge relationship at the end. Sweet ending. I'm like, you didn't earn that. Don't do that to me. And it feels very like it's it's tiresome, this facade it's trying to wear week after week after week. And. This it, like this episode can't even get manatees right. Like it's not complicated. They're simple animals, and like that's ugh, correct. I can't. I hey hey. All right, let's just try and get through this. We're gonna get into some worse stuff as it goes. Can't just, wait. Just be aware. So happy. <laughs> so Marge spills her guts to the manatee man. Manatee uh, man. That's he, his name. That's, not that's Caleb. What he is for the manatee rest of the episode, man. So you guys know it's manatee man. Uh, and he correctly points out that Homer is never been sorry for all the horrible things he's done, and she needs to actually put her foot down about that. But that goes by the wayside uh, because at this point we switch to Marge uh, – or not Marge – Bart, Lisa, and Homer and Maggie. Uh, Bart is in a dog care because he's bad, uh, obviously, and they are searching all around everywhere for Marge because they just cannot find her. It, life was rough before I find my phone, okay, guys? So they stop at a diner uh, to ask if anyone has seen March. And here we go. Yeah, she came through here. I believe she was looking to rekindle her passion for life. Ain't that right, Victor? Oh, yes. Senora left for the coast with a rugged yet sensitive man of science. Rugged? Is that the same as handsome? Oh, no, no. Handsome means he look at himself in the mirror all day. Rugged means you look at him. So, yes. Uh, Homer is distraught at this, obviously. Well, the man is uh, going to steal then, his wife, man. Obviously, come on. Obviously. You, you, women can't be friends with handsome men. Otherwise, they will go off with those men. The poor women, they have no brain in their heads. They just go with whatever handsome man shows them attention. That's that's how the world works. I'm going to say, Matt, that I found that rugged versus handsome. I didn't laugh at it. I did go, oh, that's clever. Yeah. I thought that, that was a good way of doing it. That's, that's what I'm that, saying. That that is like I went okay. I give them a, there's like mm-hmm. a solid like little okay. Somebody thought about this. Like, yeah, this is somebody's shower thought at one point. A very like it's a very gentle like okay. That's how I give them that you know something. Yeah. So uh, Marge goes out to swim with the manatees as part of her you know therapy healing eat pray love stuff and the that is manatee ne- and pukes. like I, I I'm gonna say that never established that's why she's out here eat pray like it's never about like like they make it about that why that's not literally caught her husband having a porno filmed in the house is not like 
really eat pray love that's what we're doing okay i'm sorry uh-huh so uh march was the manatees uh she's scared of them at first they do some wacky things uh caleb sorry manatee man uh goes through and teaches her it's okay they're not trying to hurt you they're just big and unwieldy and literally this should be walruses because it's much closer to what a walrus does but that's okay uh marge bonds with the manatee and starts uh to you know love on it and it it needs help from her hands and she's very happy and mercifully this is where we end act two go to commercial where it she is getting she is being carried away on the back of a manatee in the water after it pukes and she bonds with it and she goes where is it taking me and uh manatee man goes oh underwater palace and he goes oh and he goes oh just kidding it's taking you to a, a lagoon full of sea bugs. And then we go to Act this 3. Is, this is where I started laughing out of just pure... Madness? Insanity. <laughs> Madness. Like, it, I can't stop laughing. It's so stupid. It's just insane. Like, it's... Marge is on the... Why is Marge in the back of a manatee? What on earth does it have to do with Homer? Like, they really try and, like, oh, it's about Homer and... Ma-. Like... It's nothing. This is this are different episodes. If you want Marge to go like do manatee stuff, it has nothing to do with Homer. Like eat, pray, love, lot like that. Like finding your purpose in life, crap. Like what does that have to do with Homer being a jerk? Nothing. A zero to do with it. Oh my god, it gets worse, man. We come back from commercial. Thirteen minutes, twenty-one seconds, and that's a lot of time. You know what's a lot of time? Seven minutes. It's a long time. Certainly feels like it when you're watching the third act of this episode. Because uh, Homer and the kids are hunting down Marge. Why is the, why are the kids there? Can we? Well, Robbie, the kids are there because we need them to be in the episode so you know it's a Simpsons episode. Or they have a joke written for Lisa or Bart or whatever. They're just yeah. like, oh, this joke only works with Bart, so they have to be there. You know, we can't. We can't do it without them. Um, uh, it's it's sad. It's really like these scenes. Bart is in a dog carrier, by the way. We haven't mentioned that yet in one of Matt's scenes. Bart is in the back seat of the car in a dog carrier. I mentioned it, but I kind of glossed over it because it's just so incredibly dumb. Bart is in a dog carrier, and we're like, oh, and Bart's like, can I get out? Can please let me out? I'm like, what is going on? Bart is not a dog. Like, what is this? Like, it feels like they remembered that one scene where Homer puts Maggie in a cat carrier. And they're like, let's do that again. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Family's hunting down Mars. They don't know where she is. She isn't told them. Marge could be literally anywhere, Matt. Well, they know that she called them from somewhere near the ocean because obviously Homer heard the ocean in the background of the payphone. So they're on the right track. Is this the fugitive? Like, what What do you mean he heard the ocean? <sighs> okay. Um, Homer, Homer and the kids stop on their road trip. I don't know why they're on a road trip. It feels like the natural thing is Marge. They know where Marge is and they go find her immediately. Why all this in between is, is, does nothing. This is the opposite of what they want. It makes me hate Homer and go like, this is stupid. Cause they didn't, here's the answer, man. They hadn't fit. They had nothing. They had nothing. They don't know what to do. So there's right filler. This is what this is. This is filler. This is the fillerest of filler. This is like the cardboard they put in shake cheese. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't get me wrong. I do like shake cheese, but please don't. I, it does have cardboard in it. I get like uh-huh. cellulose. Okay. They call it cellulose. It's just cardboard. Just, it's just empty. Nothing. It's just filler. That's fine. It tastes like cheese. I don't care. Um, Fair enough. 
What happens? You know what happens to X Men? <sighs> Unfortunately, Robbie, I do. I don't want to know, but I do. Homer and the kids visit the quote unquote country cousins. Yeah. Why? What the hell? What the hell is going on? What the hell? Why? Why are they visiting country? Like, and the, there is one joke here, Matt. There's a single joke with the country cousins. They have a single joke. The joke is. But they have to do it different ways, Robbie, obviously. The single joke is the country cousins are more civilized than Homer. More advanced, smarter, eat, eat, they have more everything. Every single, in all, in all regards, they're smarter, they, are, they have better house, a nicer house, everything is about them. They are not, they're, and Homer treats them like they're, you know, bumpkins. That's the joke. And they smash that joke into the ground. They run it, they destroy it, they hammer it over and over and over and over again. And this episode is also obsessed with the word rubes. I don't know why. I I could not tell you, right? I don't I don't know. I don't know. They visit these country cousins and they have they stay over for the night. They stay at their house, they have dinner, uh and Lisa somehow finds Marge from their house. Cousin Homer, how are you? And this must be Bart and Lisa. Well, aren't you nice-looking kids? Hey, do you folks want to see a quilt that's been in our family for five generations? I warned you he was an idiot. Well, all I need is some moonshine and someone playing the harmonica, and I'm as happy as a pig in plop. Or having lasagna and Caesar salad. Don't laugh. They're doing the best they can. Mm. So, Homer, how are you? Oh, just great. Things couldn't be better. And how is our lovely Marge? She, uh, was killed by a falling air conditioner. Well, that's terrible. It wasn't all bad. As part of the settlement, her funeral was air-conditioned. Well, if you'll excuse me, I have to use the outhouse again. Well, we don't have an outhouse. A recording studio! So, how are we related again? Our dogs are brothers. Oh, yeah. I see Mom! <laughs> I've got my groom back! we got to tell Dad. Where is he? Oh, you lost that first game to hustle me. <laughs> that was... That clip is... A minute and 26 seconds long, Matt. Okay? Mm-hmm. minute and 26 seconds. I'm going to tell you all the things that happen in, in that one minute and 26 second clip. All the all the things. Homer, in a casual conversation with some... Co- what, we are, what we learn are cousins, just casually tells them that his wife is dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's one thing that happens. Uh, another thing that happens is that Lisa uh, is in the treehouse. This country home, there is farmland... We see farmland, do we not? We do. We see farmland. We see crops. We see, like, corn or something. Or wheat. The treehouse in, in farmland. Marge, uh, it, and Lisa sees Marge from the treehouse with binoculars. She sees Marge in the ocean with binoculars. Mm-hmm. That is how they find where Marge is. They see her from a treehouse in some farmland... And that's how they find her, Matt. Obviously, Robbie. Obviously. I, it makes me so mad. And then finally, the last thing we see is Homer losing checkers to a chicken. Mm-hmm. A chicken. Yep. Homer is playing checkers with a 
chicken after pooping in a recording studio. Yep. Don't you get the joke? The country cousins are not country at all. Yep, I, I get that, actually. And, 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 Matt, the reason they're called cousins is because Sam's little helper is brother to their dog. Uh-huh, that's correct. How do they know that? Well, you see, Sam's little helper's genealogy is actually well-researched since he was a racing greyhound, so they know all of his, uh, you know, people. And they have a familial relationship with these people where because their brothers their dogs are brothers and homer just casually oh yeah marge she's dead she got killed by an air conditioner Uh (laughs) (laughs) what is happening well, Robbie, you see... <laughs> what is going on? This is insanity. Why is this happening? Am I, what is the, this is... I want to emphasize this. I don't think we made a big amount of play. This is the first episode of season 17. The premiere. This is their <laughs> fair, best... probably made as part of the season 16 run and left over for very good reason. They could have picked any of the others, Matt. They picked this one to be their best foot forward. All of the Simpsons ratings have fallen year after year after year. No kidding. No kidding. You don't say it. Oh, a large part of the fans have stopped watching and called the show morally bank, morally and creatively bankrupt. I wonder why the first episode of season 17. Yep. That is accurate. Homer. Oh, oh, this is, oh, this, hey, Matt, hey, Matt, hey, Matt. Yes, Robbie. You know what happens next? What's that? We cut to Marge at the beach with Manty Man. Are are they sleeping on the beach? Are you telling me, are you telling me Manty Man, a doctor, a marine biologist, is sleeping on the beach every night? He doesn't have a house? Sounds about right. Why would he not have a house? But that's not it. That's not it. That's insane to me. Like, like they can't. Like, oh yeah, he camps on. He sleeps on the beach. I guess. They're out. This is his job, I assume. Well, maybe he's out there on a manatee research expedition kind of thing, he and they, they're just sleeping in tents. He would have a house or a hotel room or a hotel room or an inn or a bed and breakfast or something. But that's not it, man. That is not it because we cut. To them having this discussion about Marge's life and her purpose. And it's very, like, it, it almost, it gets, it just gets right at the edge where, like, oh, they're cert- they're qu- almost getting to something that is meaningful. There's been nothing meaningful in this entire episode for this point. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're going to, like, broach it. They're going to get, col- they're going to get to it just for a moment. No. They then cut to a shot of. A manatee roasting over a fire and the manatee man eating it. Uh-huh. What is happening? What the what, hell? Robbie, would you would he let it go to waste? I'm gonna <sighs> He's eating the manatee, Matt. A gigantic creature, by the way. I I don't I can't emphasize manatees are massive, enormous things. <sighs> like a thousand pounds at largest, something like that. Just incredibly large creatures, and it's just roasting over a fire. 
per- and and he just is like take taking a snack on it, and he's like, oh, it'd be a waste. I'm like, you're, I, like it clearly is just like, oh, we had a joke, so we wrote it. We I know that this like basically undercuts everything we've established about this character, but we thought this one scene was funny, so we did it anyway. Mm-hmm. Homer shows up with chocolate and flowers, and Marge accepts his apology. You know, she goes, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I apologize. I accept your apology. You're I you're and he's like, please come back, Marge. I need you. I'm sorry. She goes, you're right. Uh, and I like I accept and I accept your apology. And then she's like, but I'm not going back. I'm going to stay here and work with manatees. Mm-hmm. Matt. Yes, Robbie. Marge Simpson, devoted mother and wife. Favorite thing in the world is to be a homemaker. Right. She has one. She has a terrible thing that happened to her with her husband where she finds a porn being shot at her house. It challenges her entire existence and she leaves. And what she settles on is, I'm going to rescue manatees for the rest of my life. She needed purpose in her life, so she's finding it in rescuing manatees. I'm not going back. Bart and Lisa and Maggie... They can take care of themselves. I know my husband is incompetent, and he does a terrible job whenever he's been tasked by him to do it. Who cares? I am going to stay and take care of manatees. Children, nowhere to be seen in this. Never, We never see a reaction from them, the fact that their mother is abandoning them for manatees. Uh-huh. I should also say, every time I say the word manatees, it's with air quotes, sneer quotes manatees these are not manatees um so uh, we and we get a scene here where this and probably this is ultimately the best character scene in this entire episode it's not much it's not saying much but something where we get manatee man going to homer and it's like i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not really interested in marge you know romantically and he just has a very very plain cut in like conversation with homer is like i'm not that's not a risk. Like, don't worry about that. You just need to like, find a way to give your wife a purpose. And like, great. That'd be great. That's a great scene. If it was in con, like if any other scene, in this entire episode cared about that at all, mm-hmm. because I can't, I can't, I, it's so hard. Homer and the kids are now, they don't go home. Are they staying in, are they staying in a hotel? Who no? I I think they're staying with the country cousins. Okay, okay. Where are the country cousins? Why are they country cousins if they live near the beach? Well, there are beaches in the country. I don't know. I beach towns in I don't know. Especially considering like when they say that these are Florida manatees, Matt. This just makes you go, oh, this is Florida. And I've been to beach towns. They and uh, the and I live in a country town my entire life. A country town and a beach town, very different places. That's true, but there are long stretches of Florida coastline where they are one and the same. Okay. It's it, it's literally not even mentioned in this episode, so I don't know. They don't care. They're walking on a boardwalk. And that's the other thing, Matt, where you go, like, it feels like a beach town. There's a boardwalk. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, They're walking on a boardwalk, and Homer needs to get Marge back. He needs to give her a purpose, I guess. So he does that by trying to save manatees. Because they're being attacked by jet skiers. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, Marge cares about manatees now. So in order for her to get her to care about him, he has to save the manatees. He's trying to share her interest, Robbie. That's not 
so jet skis are attacking manatees. And Homer comes to defend them in a swan boat, a paddle boat, uh, a pedal boat, I guess. He talks them out of attacking the manatees, then under his breath calls them rubes, and then they attack him. He stops them by basically saying, I would normally be the person out here doing this, but I, I wouldn't because my wife. That's that's his argument, and that sways them. I don't know. Do like the writers understand that's a terrible thing to say? That makes me not like Homer? I... I guess not. Okay. I don't, it does not make me like Homer. It makes me hate Homer when he says like, oh, normally I would be taking it too far. Like, oh God. Oh God, Homer, that's terrible. Why would you say something like that? So there, Homer's getting beat up and here, multiple things happen all of a, in all in a row, Matt. And I have a clip. Country cousins come to save him. Uh, we have Marge and Homer getting back together. Apparently. And we also have a final scene with Burns, Smithers, and a manatee. And then this episode ends mercifully. Attention, jet skiers. I have a court order here requiring you to vacate these waters. No court order is going to tell me what to do. Oh, man. It's notarized. Let's boogie. Homer, are you okay? How many fingers am I holding up? Poor dumb country mouse. Can't even count. Oh. oh, my sweet, sweet homie. You sacrificed yourself for the manatees. Oh, rubes. So many rubes pounding me with their jet skis. Rubes, please, no rubes. <laughs> <laughs> take you home and fix you up because you're the real endangered species. A devoted husband. Marge, I'm always amazed you chose me. And I always will. Woohoo! <sighs> I'm starting to think I should find a woman. Oh, yeah, Miranda was nice, but I'm not driving to Corpus Christi every time she needs a light bulb changed. Amen. Hey, since we got the kids with us, why don't we all take a few days of much-needed R&R? Don't you have to be back at work? Yes, but I've got a friend who owes me a solid. Smithers, who is this barrel-chested go-getter? I believe it's a manatee posing as Homer Simpson, sir. Oh, that's cute. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Actually, sir, I believe he's about to die of dehydration. Good heavens! Grab a sponge, man! Then we get... Robbie, then... Robbie I, I, I'm so sorry. I just... This is where I lost it. This is where I started laughing uncontrollably, and I don't know why. We get a scene... I didn't include it, because it's just Car Wash. Uh, the song, Car Wash, where... Well, we get the song Car Wash played while... Smithers and Burns like have a water fight around a manatee, a manatee in nuclear power plant. <laughs> and they're just like they're just scrubbing the manatee with sponges. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me. It hurts, Robbie. It hurts so much. So, okay, let's break it down, Matt. Let's let's break it down. Uh, the country cousin comes and says, Homer, okay, sure. Whatever. He has a boat, and he saves Homer with a, a piece of paper. 
and Homer is annoying and obnoxious like he's in the entire episode. And Marge is there and goes, oh, Homer. Why is, well, okay, one. Why is Marge there? How did Marge get there? Do we not care? Is Marge just, oh, she's all the same manatees, Robbie. It's on, there are, you're telling me there are eight manatees? That's what we're doing? Yes. Yep. This, this doctor, Dr. Manatee Man is like, oh, I need to save the manatees. Eight, eight of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, Marge is there, and she is overtaken with like caring and compassion because she saw Homer get beat up for manatees. I guess. Yep. That's is like why is why why because she's dumb. I don't like know. that's that is literally the answer, man. Like that is what this episode's like. Oh, Marge is an idiot. Homer's a jerk, and Marge is an idiot. That's what we get. And you're like, oh, that's bad. Those are both bad. I don't uh-huh. like either of those things, but, 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 Matt, we're not, this is not, they have this, oh, this sweet, quote unquote, sweet moment where Marge and Homer get back to, oh yeah, you're the most caring husband. No, he's not, he's terrible, Marge. He's an idiot. You're an idiot and he's an idiot. And we get a scene where the Dr. Manatee Man, Manatee Man, Matt, he is talking to a manatee. On, on dry ground again i will add dry ground ag- again manatee on dry ground walking walking on dry ground uh-huh well yep. <clears throat> walking on dry ground and dr manatee's like oh yeah i should get married i need to settle down and manatee's like burp, 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 burp. manatee makes some noise like they're talking to each other man he is talking to his manatee they're having a conversation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is we literally start his first introduction is him like going, Oh, come here, Mr. Come here, manatee. I have some kelp for you. And they're like, okay, this, maybe this is a technically a manatee, whatever. It's a big monster beast creature thing. And he's, he's swaying it with some kelp with some, like he's speaking to it on its levels. He's like, Oh, here's some food. Be kind. In this scene, Matt, within the span of 10 minutes, he is just having a conversation with this animal. Just like, oh, yeah, I should get married. And apparently that manatee is just saying, oh, remember Miranda? And and he's like, oh, I'm not going to Corpus Christi. Where are they? Fantastic question, Robbie. I guess we'll never know. They're in the Gulf somewhere, I guess. Um, And then we have the the final scene. So, okay, Matt. Mm Mm-hmm. Homer Marge goes Homer don't you need to go back to work and Homer goes no I got I have an idea someone's gonna cover for me cut to a manatee dressed up like Homer Simpson yep dying because that's they literally say that oh he's dying okay well that's terrifying that's a horrible thought Mm -hmm. Uh, this manatee you know basically you know dying from dehydration but when homer goes oh there's a plan how does a man okay i just immediately like well how does the manatee get there how does it wearing homer's clothes are you telling me that homer instead of going back to work he transported a manatee back to springfield dressed it up in his clothes and left it in the plant and then went back to the beach to hang out with his family yes if he didn't who did did the manatee man do that no it's really homer Homer's probably strong enough for that. It's the stupidest thing in the world. Like, it's just so stupid, man. Like, it's not even funny. None of this is funny. It's just stupid. Mm-hmm. It's just so absurd. Like, what are you doing? Who is this for? Who is this for? Is it for five-year-olds? Is it for little babies? I mean, aren't most of this episode these days? At this point? Yeah. I mean... 
sure like there's a appeal like oh yeah but there's also if this is for babies like you have like the plot the, the plot origins point starts around porn stars like they shouldn't you should not be having babies watch porn star plots hard like they don't understand like i it's just it's this absurd blend of like oh it's very like full of like oh edgy humor but then also just the most absurd cartoonish plots don't make any sense not coherent not consistent none of the character stuff makes sense at any point this feels like it was thrown together in a day i could literally write a better simpsons episode in a day matt a single day give me eight hours i'd write a better episode than this eight hours one work day Mm -hmm. no editor no co-writer. I could do this by myself, write an entire episode one day better than this. Because this is crap. This is garbage. Yep. It's ridiculous. Like, I can't even imagine. And, like, uh, like, there's no editing. There's no, like, there's no pacing. Like, this episode is terribly paced. It's It has a single laugh in it. Like, it, it a child could have written something better than this. You're like, not wrong. Have Ralph, I mean, have uh, Ralph Wiggum write an episode. It is better than this. <laughs> manatees! I mean... This is a joke! Manatees. Well, and the, because the, these are basically fictional creatures. These are not manatees. And it's just... Every character is wrong, except for Homer being an idiot. That's about all there is to this episode. And, I mean, we're going to get into it. It's like, is this episode broken? This episode shouldn't exist. It should just be wiped from the earth. Yeah, we'll rank it at the end of the show. Yeah, ask the question, man. Ask the question. Ask it. Robbie, is this episode obviously broken and we should scourge it from the earth? No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Uh-huh. Okay, Matt. Before we do that, I'm going to have a brief thought experiment. Mm-hmm. Can we come up with a plot for The Simpsons which heavily involves manatees that could work? Does it have to be a Homer Marge episode, or can it be about someone else? Yes, it's a Homer Marge episode about manatees. Okay, so this is going to be very much like the time that Marge and Lisa went to the seashore to rescue animals from the oil spill, and they were already gone. Because this time, they're, Marge and uh, Lisa are gone to uh, help manatees for some reason. It's not really important why. There's lots of reasons. Uh, they could be helping nurse manatees back to health. They could be helping count manatees. All these are important things that manatee researchers have to do. While they are gone, Homer does something dumb, and Marge decides that she was happier with Lisa at the seashore, so they, helping the manatees. So they go back to that, and Lisa, Marge opens up to Lisa. Lisa is her daughter, and yes, she's eight, but Lisa is obviously a very old eight. And they talk through why it happened. And then Homer, realizing that he did something horrible, and that this is important to them, shows up and decides that the family's going to spend the entire week there helping the manatees, doing whatever, cleaning out their habitat, I don't know. And Marge realizes that Homer does dumb things, but he knows that he does them and he tries to make up for them, and that's why she stayed with him, not because he acts like a god manatee. And that is my first off the, the, off the top of my head. I'm sure you have something better. I mean, it, it doesn't, I don't, that was great, man. Like, I don't, it doesn't need to be more than that. If you, like, you took the simple constraints of Homer and Marge and Manatees, and you, that's, you gave us an episode that makes sense and has a loose, that loose framework is more coherent than anything 
that happens in this episode. You can still have even even with that man, you can still have Manatee Man there, but he can just he fills the same role. He's just like, hey, it's a little guy. He's a funny Manatee Man. And he loves manatees really a lot, but he doesn't need to. Please, can they just be treated like actual animals? And please, can he not talk to them like they have like he's having a conversation with manatees about ex girlfriends? Like, I mean, to be fair, I talk to my cats like that, but it's obvious that they're not actually talking. That's, I mean, that's the thing that you can have a scene where he is talking to the manatee like it's alive and like like it's talking back, and then he does it, but it doesn't say anything. It just floats there, and he and he's just talking, and I can focus on its blank expression and vacant eyes because that's what manatees have. That's why we love them. Empty head, no thoughts. That it, like that's all you and like yeah, and it's like oh, clearly he's just talking things out by himself, but he uses the mantis as a sounding board because he's alone. Like it's it's simple. And like you you gave us that plot net in two minutes. Mm-hmm. Like what on earth? Like why would you not go with something like that versus this nonsense, this insanity from beginning to end where no one is likable? The manatees are manatees. The manatee man is insane. The pod is insane. The theme doesn't ever connect back and forth to each other. Like, why is Marge with the manatees? Why? There's no why to anything. Why is this episode ending with Burns and Smithers washing a manatee with car wash playing? There there are no answers. There's no answers. I mean, the, the easy answer is no. Nuke it. Nuke this episode. Glass the planet. Like, erase it from existence. Uh, we may do that later on in this exact episode, but you can't fix it. even absurd as absurd an idea as this is, where it's like, oh, it's manatees. You're like, oh god, but you can't make something work. Oh, that's like I just sigh. Ooh, okay. Ooh, let out that anger. Ooh, deep breaths. That's what I've learned, Matt. Deep breaths. It helps. Deep Re- breath. You gotta regulate Very yourself important. when you gotta regulate when you're feeling a lot of that rage. Okay, we can move on. To our next segment, it's time for Comments of the News Group. Okay, here we are. Alt.nerd.obsessive. Comments of the News Group is, at the moment, where I look through the nohomers.net forum and see what people talked about about the episode, where they reviewed it, uh, you know, criticism, consensus on what the episode is. However, moving forward, uh, we're going to be, be re- revamping a few, a few, a couple different segments we normally do. Uh, and in this case, comments to the news group from now on, we I will still be pulling some reviews from the nohomers.net forums from here and there, but I'm also going to start sourcing reviews from our Patreon subscribers, our supporters on Patreon. Um, I will be asking if you watch the episode, uh, post a short review, your thoughts on it, and I will be including the best of them in this segment, and then maybe piecing in a few of the uh, forum reviews as well just to give us a little sampling and you know people fans of this podcast at this point probably not big fans of season 17 of the simpsons but matt and i are at this point we're just like every episode we're just like oh they loved it and we hated it it's not very exciting anymore so we'll get it's a nice little flavor maybe sometimes you will like an episode that we love we hate or vice versa and that's perfectly fine but from now on i will be weekly uh all the patrons listening to this patrons patrons i don't know how to say it all our supporters on there uh, all you guys listening to this, uh, if you want to watch the episodes alongside with us, if you're not doing that already, I think some of you do, um, you can post your a little, you know, couple hundred words reviews. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be extensive if you don't want it. And I'll read it uh, for the segment. I'm not going to, we're throwing out the poll. 
every week over the almost not every week but most weeks the poll is just like oh we loved it and we're like okay all right i don't know how but okay yeah. uh we i'm gonna do it this is the last time so relish if you love this the segment the way it is sorry uh, we are getting tired of it, and we got to do this for another 300 episodes. We're getting tired of always always disagreeing and hating everyone who reviewed the episodes <laughs> back. And they just, Simpsons just got extended to season 34, so we're going to have to do this for a while. Um, so this is this is an outlier, Matt. This is this is tells you how bad this episode is, honestly. Where the majority gave it a three out of five, and it narrowly beat out the the next, which is two out of five. Thirty percent gave it a a three out of five and 29% gave it a two out of five and 22% gave it a one out of five. So majority did the last not. time we do this. And it's like, Hey, maybe people actually are, wise, know a good episode. are wising up. I mean, this, I think that just tells you how bad this episode is. Like, this is a really bad episode. Um, I pulled some reviews. None of them are very long. Uh, four out of five. I thought it was pretty good and funny, but where was Maggie when Homer, Barney, and Lisa went to their cousin's house in the country? <laughs> I mean, I thought the episode was great, but I have one question. Where's Maggie? <laughs> when Maggie's not on screen, people should be asking, where's Maggie? I mean, sometimes it is important to like, hey, where's the characters that you established? You know, you established that Maggie's with the family. You should be able to like at least know where she is and track her. They just lose track i'm pretty sure they're just like oh we forgot to animate maggie in this scene well i guess she's not here then huh we left her with the cousins she's in a room the rubes the rubes yeah they say the rubes oh my god i can't i can't take it man these homer says rubes like 15 times cannot yeah, i know it. i know i know uh yeah. next review had some laugh out loud moments had some oh god that was just awful moments uh why do we think they want why do they think we want to see vomit good question uh three out of five and finally, the final review is maybe I just didn't get it. One out of five. Yeah. No, no, no. You're you're good. You're there, good. The, the, oh no. There's deep. There's deep here. There's deep meaning and nuance here, Matt. It's clearly the audience's fault for not understanding it. Talking to the Simpsons, like listening to Simpsons writers, sometimes they literally say that, and you're like, dude, you wrote an episode where like manatees are walking around on hind legs. Like, shut up. There, there's nothing to this. Don't you can. You stay quiet for a moment, okay? How about that? You just you, uh -huh. just, you, you shut up. Uh, that's it for uh, constant news group. The segment name will stay the same, even if it's the the what it is has changed. I don't. I it's been that same from the beginning, and I'm still partial to tradition in that sense. Uh, but that's the last time you'll hear it in that form. Next up, Matt, is time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question this week is, what is your favorite episode ever? Lots of great answers. Of course, there was lots of great great answers. Mm -hmm. Everyone loves talking about their favorite episode. Um, Matt, take it away. All right. Uh, first answer is from Timothy. Bart versus Australia. Not the best episode by a long shot, but my personal favorite. And that's what we're here for. Uh, from Matthew, Cape Fear is the pinnacle of The Simpsons' blend of comedy and parody. It still maintains an air of tension. It's also incredibly quotable and uses its guest star to maximum effect. If Bob had only been in Krusty Gets Busted and Black Widower, he'd still be a top ten guest star. This episode makes him a legend. Uh, from Alex, still and always will be Homer's enemy. Classic all the way from the B story with Bart and his factory and, of course, the main story of Homer versus Grimy. 
uh, from Andy. Marge versus the Monorail. The catchy Monorail song and Lyle Lenny make it a great episode. Very true. Uh, from Lauren, Bart sells his soul. This episode is close to perfect as they get, could get. It's hilarious and adds characterization to Bart. I love this episode because Bart undergoes a trial, which many of us have uh, have since it's human nature to only understand the value of something after it's gone. Uh, Bart is usually seen as taking the easy way out, but instead of giving up, Bart runs out to find it. Side point, where's Homer and Marge when a 10-year-old is running around in town at 3 a.m.? Good parenting. On top of it, this episode could be dark and religious, but instead it applies to everyone. It's hilarious because they can combine this darker A-plot with the best B-plot ever. This episode is relatable with character growth and an amazing ending with Bart and Lisa at Uncle Moe's restaurant. Absolutely. Uh, from Gun Griffin, I'm a big fan of the event episodes, and my favorite of these is Deep Space Homer. A very wacky idea, Homer goes to space that is handled exquisitely well. There's a real feeling progression throughout training and danger during the actual mission. Some of my all-time favorite jokes as well, an anime carpet rod, the planet of Ace Bit, Trader Kent, and tons of others take this episode to the moon. <laughs> uh, from Benjamin, Homer the Heretic, I never get tired of it, and I laugh every time. Uh, from Derek, this question is evil. It's like having to choose between my 200 or so babies. Insert holy guest star caliber joke about how that's an average and rep for an Irish Catholic to myself. But I'm just going to go with my gut and say scenes from the class struggle and spin failed. It's not the most momentous. It's not the funniest. It's not an episode that stands out for most people, but I love it to bits. All that reliability is the feelings of inadequacy and being an outsider experienced by Marge really hits hard. And whilst the humor is understated, some moments are among the absolute best in the series. At times like this, I guess all you can do is laugh. This episode, uh, the episode has it all for me. There's a trademark cynicism that's undercut by heart that's in turn undercut with snarky humor. Yeah, this one's a good one. Uh, from Tim, uh, I'll continue to go with Marge versus the Monorail, as it has pretty much everything one could want in an episode. A backstory that makes sense if a bit exaggerated, a con man played by Phil Hartman selling the town something he doesn't need, a lesson in civics, Marge going through a lot of effort only to be effectively ignored, etc. Even the Jason Priestley clone has held up rather well over time. Fortunately, America took this episode as a lesson to never be duped 23 years later. Whew. Yep. Um, from Matt, yes, it's Aaron. While New Kid on the Block is my favorite, I think the best episode is Bart on the Road. Each family member gets a chance to shine, though Marge is briefly. And while I'm normally not a huge fan of crazy plot twists, the way they merged the two stories in the end was brilliant. Uh, from Matt Sakamore, Homer goes to college. I could be having the worst day, and that episode will boost my spirits, and I usually use it to introduce people to The Simpsons. Matt? Fantastic choice there. Yes. You read Sycamorean. How about, could you look at the line right above that? Sycamorean. Sorry. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm in a hurry here, okay, Robbie? I, I literally... <laughs> I included that for you. Well, you should have told me to pay attention to it because I ignore the names because I don't ever read them. <laughs> anyway, moving on from Matt and Annie Dion. Uh, this may not be a typical favorite episode, but the canine mutiny makes me laugh from beginning to end. Why did I have the bowl, Bart? Why did I have the bowl? I love Santa's little helper episodes, and this one is a cute boy and his dog story, too. From Matt Tyler, TMC. Lisa's rival, a perfect example of Peak Simpsons. Great story, great gags, and the best B plot they ever did. Uh, from Matt Hippie 200. Summer up four foot two. Had to really think about whether it beats who shot Mr. Burns and you only moved twice, but in my mind in my mind, but jokes like sweet merciful crap my car and you got the dud right here. Stand up for yourself, point extra, steal the deal. Robbie, what is yours? I I mean our you could everyone you can go back and listen to <laughs> all the episodes <laughs> where we clearly have outlined what our best episode ever is in the Summer's Enemy. You know, and best is a different question than favorite, necessarily, where you can go, oh, that clearly is a such a perfection of craft versus this is one that's just like lives in my heart forever. Um, I, you know, favorite, like it probably is Homer's Enemy, honestly. Like Homer's Enemy is, I, I, it's perfect. It's a perfect episode of television, but there is a part of me that just loves it so much because it is such a good per part, like a good execution of craft, of television writing, of comedy writing, and of, of, kind of writing a Simpsons episode in season eight that makes sense for a season eight of the Simpsons. Like it builds on everything the Simpsons have built for hundreds of episodes at that point. 
but you know to be you know a little babble fun uh this episode is also very high on the list but mysterious voyage of homer if i'm gonna pick you know something that's not homer's enemy it mysterious voyage of homer is sweet and it i laugh i it's probably the episode i laugh the most at like mysterious voyage of homer if you're like i'm looking for comfort food mysterious voyage of homer is right there like take that space coyote <laughs> I literally like literally when every time and I'm sure she hates it every time my wife asks me can you go get the oregano I'm like oregano what the hell like every time I do it and she's like what are you what are you talking about like is this sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry that I am the way I am uh or oh if that's batman he's let himself go <laughs> like it's just <laughs> it's just so many it's so great uh matt what is your answer so it's really tough for me because i really 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 like uh cape fear but when it comes down to all around what i really appreciate the most it's got to be bart Sells' soul uh, i'm agreeing with lauren on this one just because all around, it is an amazing episode. It's got humor. It's got pathos. It's got, um, you know, the Simpsons making fun of organized religion. And they're punching up in every possible direction. And they still manage to wheel it around in the end to a little boy realizing the value of, of you know, what he considers his soul. And, I mean, you know, Uncle Mo's family feedback. I mean, there, yeah. Uncle Mo's family feedback is pretty good. Alligators? Wearing sunglasses? The, indoors? <laughs> Street signs? indoors the fry basket is extremely hot (laughs) (laughs) be surprised off my head kid please um thanks everyone for the answers we are also here i mentioned multiple formats being changed uh, multiple segments being changed for format change this is the other one this is episode 355 of the show and we've had listener questions since like episode three (laughs) I think when we after like we realize oh there's a lot of people listening to this we can we should do a listener segment listener question segment uh and we've repeated questions over and over and over again and i last two seasons i did quotes and i did episodes and at that point like that's kind of like the run-up to what else can we do we've asked so many different kinds of questions and we could just repeat them endlessly but we're kind of getting tired of it and ultimately we're going to have to be doing this for a while if we do end up doing every single episode of the simpsons because god knows they're not stopping anytime soon um so we're going to basically for seasons 33 and 34 yeah more simpsons so they don't have no fears they've got stories for years and we are going to expand the listener question segment from now on we're still going to have it every week and it's still going to be influenced by the episode we watched but it's gonna be bigger it's gonna be anything any kind of question we think is fun and we'll get a lot of responses and it, will people have fun answering uh it and at this point like we if you need our opinion on any kind of simpsons opinion like god knows you can go back and listen to all those different episodes um and you can also just message us and ask you know and we'll i'll probably answer if i remember um but f- for now on like the listener question is just gonna be like anything sometimes it's gonna be related movies and television like sometimes it's gonna be related to life in general it might be and we'll throw in simpsons questions here and there still um whenever it makes sense uh but for now it's just gonna we're gonna we'll see how well people respond to it uh i think largely we'll try and ask questions that people will have fun answering uh our favorite our our favorite our first question with a new format is what is your favorite rest stop food or restaurant uh, Lisa mentions 
weird rest stop food and weird restaurants at rest stops in this episode. I thought that's a fun question. Everyone has their own favorite rest stop food or restaurant. So I'll post this question. Like always on Twitter at SimpsonsShowPod. You can email us at SimpsonsShowPod at gmail.com. And I will still post on our Patreon. And I post this publicly. Uh, reviews for the previous for the, the show reviews episode reviews will be Patreon exclusive, Patreon subscriber exclusive. But this will be posted publicly on the Patreon if you want to answer there as well. <sighs> okay, Matt. It is time. Mm-hmm. It is time for our next segment. It is time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is from Matt and I. Each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, and one hard, and try and stump the other. We are, we are, it's a, a, a tabula rasa so far, because this is the first episode of season 17. But Matt, I am the reigning champion. That's right. You're going to get beaten down this time, though. It's probable that is probable like you usually <laughs> win but i'm gonna celebrate my my you expect to hear the term reigning champion robbie Dorman multiple times um and as as winner of the last season matt is gonna have to donate to a charity of my choosing and i've picked out that charity uh it is the coalition for rainforest nations Ooh. who uh, cli- I, I firmly believe there is no greater risk of the future of humanity right now than climate change. And there is not a charity on earth that does more with your dollars to combat climate change than the coalition for rainforest nations. They eliminate most uh, the, basically the, with a, a group of nations that have the world's largest rainforest combating them, working together to eliminate as much carbon emissions as they possibly can. And they have, so far, with the donations, they with most bang for your buck. So if you send me a receipt that you donated to them, I will call out whatever you want. Shout free advertising for whatever you do if you send me proof that you donated any amount of money. I don't really care how much, but they have, like, they have uh, basically a, a made the equivalency of like eight billion tons of CO two eliminated emissions of that much for the through their work basically like every dollar eliminates like two dollars you donate two dollars to them and it is basically your entire year's worth of carbon emissions it's a pretty good that's a pretty good uh formula and that's not the right word Matt, but whatever all right so that's out of the way we can move on to me losing again for this season probably uh it hit me with an easy question Matt. All right, all of your questions today are from Monty Can't Buy Me Love. Because oh, it's, you know. No, yeah. no, what? no. <laughs> Sorry, Robbie. What <laughs> mythical creature does Burns hunt in Monty Can't Buy Me Love? The Loch Ness Monster. You are correct. See, it's not that bad. No, that episode's terrible. <laughs> it's not as bad <laughs> as this one, but it's very bad. Yeah. Okay, uh, well, Matt, you'll be happy to know. Your easy question. Homer becomes scared of what animal in the fat, in the fury, in the furriest? Uh, that would be a bear. That is, that is correct. He, he, what is the, how do you, do you get, like, do you, I was trying to figure out a way to phrase this. I was like, how do you, do you acquire a phobia? Do you get a phobia? I mean, trauma usually. Do you learn, do you learn, but like, what's the right verb for that? Like, do you learn a phobia? Do you acquire? I don't know. I couldn't think of the right word, so I, I just rephrased the question. Uh, what's my medium, medium difficulty question, please? All right. What is the name of the trillionaire that Burns attempts to emulate? No idea. It is Arthur Fortune. Oh, that's that episode? 
that that episode. Oh God, I can't remember. I thought that was. I thought Archer Fortune was in the uh, the Dignity episode. Nope. Who's that? There's another rich guy in that one, isn't there? I thought it was just Burns. Who's the, the toy store owner? Isn't there like a rich toy store owner in that? You mean Goose Gladwell? No, in the dig- Homer no, vs. Dignity. That, that's Costington's department store. It's Mr. Costington. Yeah, but isn't he a rich guy? I mean, he owns the store, so probably. Okay, I don't know. That's what I was thinking of. Your medium question, Matt. What is the name of the hunter Homer befriends? Uh, okay. I know this. I know this. Um, don't say that. I don't like that. Oh, God. What What is it? Um... What is his name? That's a good question. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> oh, I know. I swear I know this. I apparently I don't. No idea. Grant Connor. Of course. Yep, of course. That's definitely All right. Your hard question. Mm-hmm. What is the radio show that Burns goes on in order to be more popular? Uh, it's is it? I think it's like a, one of them drive time garbage shows with lots of sound effects, right? Um, something in the something. It's like, hey, you're here with Blake and the Blake. Uh, you're here with, uh, you're here with Ethan and the Slob. Good guess, but no. Uh, is Jerry Rude and the Bathroom Bunch? Jerry, okay, Jerry Rude and the Bathroom Bunch. That's pretty good. All right, your hard question, Matt. What is the address of Grandpa's personal website? Oh yeah, that was that episode. Um. If you know this, I'm going to revolt. I'm going to destroy my computer. Um, God. It's something stupid like cranky old. I'm going to go with crankyoldman.com. You got a little bit. It's oldcoot.com. Of course. Of course. Oldcoot.com. Everyone's favorite web zone. Uh huh. For for figuring out what makes grandpa cranky. Point my my web crawler at uh, oldcoot.com. Well, Matt, we're tied after one episode one to one just the way i like it this is the way I, this is how I, like this is the only way i win are you familiar with 90s hockey i i'm not okay that's the 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 devils won many championships playing uh playing the trap playing a trap defense which is considered uh-huh. extremely boring hockey um but it won them a lot of championships with heavy suffocating defense um and that's how i win because i have to i have to basically suffocate you and eke out victories where I can. I've, I've, I've figured, I found the way. They probably won't matter. You'll probably still win. We can move on to our final segment with segment win every single episode with. It's time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically. We watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever. And I'll go there. Let's go all the way. Let's go down, 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 down. Oh boy, that squirrel wheel is getting to work out today. Down, 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 down. Okay, this is at the very bottom of the list. I'm looking at the bottom five. That's what I'm looking. Okay, so I always start at Goo Goo Guy Pan. Is this worse than Goo Goo Guy Pan? It's it's it's. I think I think it is. I think it's just like Goo Goo Guy Pan. At, like at face value is le- at least about like oh it's about a woman wanting to have a child like it like w- w- this episode is about mar marge bonding with me and like it's just at face value it's absurd like they never and they never deepen it it's never meaningful i have to like i feel that they're very similar in the way they make me feel <laughs> they they upset me they frustrate me I think still think that this is worse. I would rather watch. I don't like having to pick one of these is like having to pick what kind of gun you shoot me with. I 
like I I don't want to just rest on oh I watched this more recently so the wound is fresher. Um uh, Gugu Gaipan is very very bad. Um and it is it does have that added spice of racism. I'll give it that. This episode is not racist really. It's just really stupid. Uh-huh. Which is like that's what I'm looking. I'm looking at "Kill the Alligator and Run." That's the other episode, like down here, that is very comparable to it. Where it's just so stupid, um, and just just jumps around. It doesn't mean anything. Like I, I think this is better than "Missionary Impossible," Matt. Yeah, you're probably right. But that one is just. I I feel like it, these are these are all these heavy. Like I was really entertaining and I like maybe it is the worst of the worst. Like maybe let's see if it gets down there how far it gets. But just these episodes are like I defended Mike Scully earlier, but like Simpsons Safaris indefensible, Kelly Alligator Run indefensible, mm-hmm. Missionary Impossible indefensible. They're just miserable, terrible episodes. Goo Goo Guy Pan. I'm still waffling on it. Um, do you think it's better than Goo Goo Guy Pan or no? I I don't think so. No, I just think this one is. It takes the idea of the Marge and Homer getting mad at each other episode and just does it in the worst possible way. And it's so incredibly stupid. The manatees are weird fantasy creatures. The country cousins make no sense. Uh, Marge is nonsensical. Homer is just a horrible person. And just, no, nothing about this makes any sense. Okay, so you put it above Cuckoo by Pan, but below Heartbroke Kid? Yes. I think I agree with you after some deliberation. Google Pan also made me scream and yell like a maniac. Uh, and I think the racism stuff does put it under. Uh, this is just really, a, it's just, it's just at a certain point, you're like, this is embarrassing. Like, I watch this, I'm like, I'm embarrassed for the show. Like, these are the episodes that when people are like, oh yeah, it's not the sim, like, I, like, I see, you know what, we were, we watched the current, uh, we watched the current season for a Patreon. We watched the season 32 episode, uh, which is unfortunately titled Wad Goals. Uh, but it's actually a pretty good episode. Like the current years of the Simpsons, like some of them are not like there's a it's hit and miss, but there are still good episodes they make and they're much better. Even the worst episodes of season 30 or 31 or 32 are way better than this. And like when so when I see reports of, oh, they're making two more seasons of the Simpsons in like Twitter is just full of people going, why they should stop. And like, honestly, I don't mind them continuing in the way like at the rhythm and the formula they're going now, if they were making them all like this though, I would have told them to stop. And that's the problem is that a lot of people, this is what they think of when they think of like post golden year Simpsons. They think of episodes where manatees walk on their hind legs and talk to people and I can't defend it. It's embarrassing. It's ridiculous. Like I, like I don't know if the Simpsons, if these creators at the time understood what they were doing, like they were, uncontrovertibly damaging the reputation of the show that it can never be reclaimed they would maybe if they took a current season and did another classic year like the entire year just every episode was a hit like impossibly great like the golden years were maybe then they could reclaim what they were but they can't because of this because of manatees (sighs) okay new 331 on the list bonfire the manatees First season 17 episode, new number 140 in the post. Golden Years ranking. We have one more question to answer, Matt, and that question is, do we shoot this episode out of the cannon? The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! 
Do you want to say it? Or do you want me to say it? Robbie, shoot this thing as far as you possibly can. Fire the cannon. Goodbye forever, Bonfire the Mantis. Not going to miss you. Hopefully I'll forget nope, everything about you. You are terrible you. and we hate you. Yeah, really bad. Uh, very bad episode. <laughs> Luckily my... I mean, there's the, the positive is that my day was so stressful. Uh, it really wasn't that... It wasn't certainly the lowest point of my day. <laughs> wow. Uh, we can move up to the top of the list. And work our way down and, and decide what is in the canon and what is not. And we are uh, in our highest, nope, nope, second highest ranked season nine episode, which is Trash the Titans at number 41. Trash the Titans is a lot of fun. I really like Trash the Titans. It is a wonderful episode with Steve Martin, of all people. Steve, Steve Martin. Martin. Steve Martin. Uh, I'm not as high on Steve Martin as most people. Love, That's true. Neither am I. I love he Steve, does a good job here. Love Steve Martin, the banjo player. <laughs> If Steve Martin is playing his banjo or in a bluegrass band, love him. Not so much the movies, the comedy. Um, although he's very good in this, playing the straight man. Uh, yeah, it's part of the canon. I think that this is, again, this is one of those weird episodes that I, I consider a part of the canon. Because like, it ends, I, I will remind anyone who's forgotten, the episode ends with the, them literally moving the town five miles down the road. On trucks. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I, that's a plus for me. That's not a negative. That's a plus. Because it is, I mean, they can't do that every episode, Matt. That's the problem. When you do it once a season, when you do some absurd ending like this or Homer's Enemy, it's fine. It works even. But when you do it, like, the problem is like, oh, Das Boss is also in this season. And then you start adding, like, season 10, 11, 12, 13, like, as we go on, like, every episode is just ending is like, this absurd nonsense. And like, you guys can't do this every time. You're allowed once or twice a season, and then every other thing, you have to be kind of normal. And this is just like, oh, this is fun for that, where it's like, oh, yeah, sometimes they do such incredible damage to their own town, they have to move it down the road and then never talk about it again. It works. One time. Once a season. Yep. So, yeah, it's part of the canon. Though there is, I you could I would hear an argument against it, you know, if you if you wanted to argue with me, you don't want to. I'm not fun. Matt can attest. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hate me all you want, as long as you keep listening. That's what I say. I'm a good heel. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm studied. Oh, that'll do it, Matt. Finally, through this episode. Yes, destroy it. Get out of here. It's out. It's gone. Uh, that'll do it. We'll wrap it up. Uh, you, you, uh, you can find this list of the websites at simpsonshow.com. has links to everything, links to our Twitter, to our RSS feed, link to our Patreon. Obviously, we'd love you to appreciate uh, – lo- love you to appreciate love, – love and appreciate you uh, if you support the show, help us uh, pay for hosting. And, uh, and uh, you can also get a bunch of Back Matter podcasts and uh, contribute to the show moving forward. Um, I am online at RobbieDorman.com, uh, where you can find links to purchase all my horror novels, listen to all my other podcasts. My newest horror novel is called Regrowth. Uh, oh no, Matt. Oh no. Mm-hmm. I forgot. I don't have my little, my like two sentence thing ready. Uh, I'll stop my oh, head. No. Regrowth is a suspense horror story about a scientist Researching limb regeneration in an underground lab run by the world's richest man. 
with the earth on the brink of collapse. It is great for fans of body horror and or Michael Crichton. If you love one or both of those things, you would love my book. I'd appreciate it if you pre-ordered it. Helps me out a lot. Uh, you can also subscribe to my newsletter at, at RobbieDormer.com slash newsletter. And you get free a free book. Matt, they subscribe to my newsletter. You get a free book. Free book? I love free books. Who doesn't love free books? And you get uh, a monthly update on everything I'm doing. Written by me, and and I'm gonna try. I'm gonna blow my own horn and say it's great. I'm a good writer. Uh, it is. I will also blow Robbie's horn in this part. Of the race. It is really oh, good. really, Matt? You, well, yeah. You, <laughs> sorry, I apologize to everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't apologize to Matt, but everyone else. Uh, Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. That's true. After after this, we should all just stop talking a little bit so we can just get the, the whole manatee thing out of our minds. So don't bother this week. Silence is nice. Sometimes, yes. Yeah. Once in a while, it's nice to just quiet. That'll do it for us today. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. And keep watching The Simpsons. Maybe. Well, you know, after this. Hmm. Shh.